Bobby, Fuck you know balls. what I would- <laughs> What? One of AVG's classic, classic, um... I'm sorry. Wow. Wow, dude. <laughs> at, at least it was uh, a bit different from the last time we did this. So. Yeah. That's, that's what I had to say, because I, I knew Joe was going to do the... Um, the... <laughs> King of the Hill thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even do it now. <laughs> uh, Nothing's well, going to top that. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> you know what, Bobby? I'd rather retry that intro again than eating charcoal uh, hamburgers. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'd uh -huh. You know what, Dad? I'd rather have Connie cheat on me with Joseph. Ooh. Well, well, oh, I'd wow. rather have Peggy cheat on me with Bill. Whoa! Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. You know, I, I you know, I'd, I'd rather be speaking fluent English, man. I'll tell you what. Your day, Oh my goodness! It's like it, it, well said, Boomhauer. <laughs> mm -hmm. My my favorite moment of him. Is when they were they were all volunteer firemen and they had to explain yeah. themselves. And it's just him, and he's just <laughs> everyone else is speaking like him, except he's like, guys, yeah. slow down. Yeah, it's like, for, <laughs> for, yeah, that's how I feel like. Some I feel like that's how regular Boomhauer would look at James Rolfe. He was like, for God's sakes, James, act like an adult, man, and keep your voice <laughs> down, will you? I'm trying to read a magazine on vintage Camaros, and I've been on the same dang page for 20 minutes. Son of a bitch. That, that, <laughs> that part slays me every time I see it. It's like, dang, 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 dang NES, man. I'm trying to play Karate Kid, man, on the NES, and I, I can't do the fuck balls. Fuck balls, shit, shit, shit. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck, 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 shit, shit, shit. So, fuck balls. Mm -hmm. Fuck balls. That's how... That's how <laughs> I mean, that's a classic, classic uh, line from the man that they call the angry video game nerd, a.k.a. <laughs> James Rolfe, a.k.a. Cinemassica. Mm -hmm. So, hi, guys. Sorry that uh, for all of you listening live, sorry that we came on so late. Some of us were trying to uh, clean up after the beach today. Um, oh. So, yes. Yeah, they had um, sand in there. Yeah, well, Whatever. you know, I, I was I was the Sandman. You know, I was the Sandman, and it was ironic because uh, we were listening to the '90s playlist, and I uh, enter Sandman, and eventually came on. So I was like, "I'm the Sandman." Dan, 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 banana. Well, that's a coincidence. Dan, 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 dan. <laughs> I, I just didn't have a Rolling Rock beer in my hand, and I didn't have a cigarette in my hand either. What about a Singapore cane? Oh no, I'm surprised that's one thing James hasn't used yet, but. It is time for another live episode. We have well, the last time I did a live episode was actually when I interviewed Riser, who does the web comic relief. Uh, uh -huh. inter interesting stories uh, that he has told me. So if you have not seen that, then uh, definitely, definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, uh, I want to remind everybody right before we get started that. Um, the season finale will be next Friday, and that one will be live as well. So uh, for all of you out there that are wondering, is the next episode going to be live? Because someone asked me that. The answer is yes. 
You so, bet your ass. Yeah, you bet your ass you do. Mm. So because of that, uh, this is the penultimate show. This is Vanilla Ice going up against uh, Paul Naraf, Iggy, and Avdol. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if we would have put this in JoJo terms, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the go ninja, is, go ninja, go. Yeah, and it's ironic because we'll bring up Vanilla Ice in a second. But oh yeah, true. Um, since we've already done this before, just give me one second. I will be back a little later. You just keep doing you. I'll be back. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Well, so here's what happened. We had recorded this episode. But we had some technical difficulties, and because of that, we decided to do it. We decided to do it again, but we decided to go live. So for we're gonna all do it live. Fuck it. Fuck it. Do it live. Oh, I, I, I just audio sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Game over. What does that mean? To end the game? Uh, all right, the, go. The game go. is over. We have no more lives. How does that work? See, James yeah. Rolfe would be. See, James Rolfe would be a good, a good, uh, a good Bill O'Reilly. Wow, I, I forgot his name for a second. Anyway, so James Rolfe, we all know him as the angry video game nerd. We all know that his YouTube name is Cinemassacre. You know, mm -hmm. Alex and I grew up watching him. Shane grew up watching him. How did we discover him? And I'll say this, Bondo was the reason why I got into this guy. You guys have no yeah. idea who Bondo is, but we're going to save Bondo stories for the Joe Dini and Friends five. episode. Season five. Uh, Bondo, uh, I'll just say this right now. Bondo was the drug dealer for finding good YouTube stuff. He, he, was, he, he was on the down low. He was the guy that could just find the craziest shit on YouTube back in that day. He would show it to us, and then it just become instant hits with us. And one of them was James Rolfe. He was um, the dude with the hookups. He was the dude with the hookups when it came to Internet Legends. So I have to thank Bondo a lot for that. Yeah. But he was like, hey, guys, you know how I always wear white shirts? And I say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he was like, yeah, I always wear white shirts. Well, there's a guy that wears even whiter shirts than me, and it's like very <laughs> nerdy, and it's a button-up white shirt, and he puts pens in his pocket, and he's got glasses like me, and he's got a hairstyle like me. Like uh, me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and this guy makes fun of like old-school video games. It's like, how old-school are you talking like about? Me? <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't talk about old school games. That's the thing with Bondo. But he's like, yeah, so this guy made fun of the power glove. And I'm like, you mean the thing from the wizard? And he's like, because here's the thing. We had a conversation about the wizard. We were talking about that movie. My friend Mark was joining me with Bondo. And he said that, you know, Mark loved the wizard, thought it was one of the best 90s movies ever. Mm -hmm. And I said, California. And I said, you're insane. There's no way because it's they're barely there's barely any video games until the climax. Well, to be honest, it's better than the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, I enjoyed that. Are you kidding me? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I enjoy it for what it is. But then again, uh, I'm a Mario fan. But matter matter perspective. Yeah, but. We were talking about the movie, and that's how the whole James Rolfe thing came up. Because, like, oh, you, you, you like the power glove scene, right? Well, he, he references a line here. you got to watch this. 
It's so bad. Yeah, and he's like, bad. And I knew right away, it's like, oh, this guy has a Northeastern accent. Where is he from? He's like, he's from Boston. He's from Massachusetts. I'm like, fuck. Oh, he had to be on. God. He had to be on that 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 side of the fence. <laughs> no, but he at the time because it sounded like a very like a, it's definitely a northeast. But I was like, okay, I could do this guy. He's like, I could do this guy oppression of him. He's like, this guy's bad. That's like, why need a glove to play a game? What's wrong with the controller, huh? So that's how we got into it. And then, of course, we were just hooked from there. We were just, like, watching episodes left and right. So well, that's, that's how you got hooked. Yeah. How did you get hooked? Because you didn't know Bondo okay. back then. I mean, I did. We, we, had, we had class together. We, he went to the same high school. We'll get to that in season five. Yeah. Um, it was, I believe, summer of 2008 going into my senior year of high school. And I was just browsing the internet one day, and I stumbled upon this website called Screw Attack. Mm. And they had all of his videos. And I think the first one I saw was the porn games. Oh, the Atari porn video? <laughs> yeah. Beat him and eat him, Custer's <laughs> Revenge. Um, <laughs> oh, this is the part I had to return back to. Fortunate. <laughs> 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 hey guys, I'm back. Atari porn, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> no, because we were just talking about like our first experiences with James, and he just comes in right in with, "Oh yeah, first video I saw was Atari porn." <laughs> oh man, like, oh great. yeah. Uh, for perfect me, time. For me, I think it was like we're going all the way, way back. Uh, when he was first starting out. So it was around when he was doing the highly requested uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Oh, wow. <laughs> the and highly requested. <laughs> yeah, it was. I believe it was because he talked about it beforehand and people were like saying, you, oh. should, you should do it. Because he's like, he did it before, but I don't think he had the video. No, and no, no, no. He had, he did. Here's, here's how the Doctor Jekyll thing happened. Okay. So the first, the original was him just sitting in front of his, uh, sitting in front of his camera, like mm -hmm. he's just like all disheveled. Like that game is bad. Like they, yeah. that with the, yeah. It, it, and I've, I've gotten some stuff in the chat that he's actually from Jersey. So Bondo, he's from Jersey. Yeah, I know, but Bondo original or somewhere. No, he told no. Bondo told me it was like, yeah, he's from Boston. I think he just did it to piss me off, but that was what I was referencing. I knew he was from Jersey the entire point. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. Greenchill saying was that one of the pre YouTube episodes? Yes, it yes. was. Because he just sat there in front of uh, there. He's mm -hmm. like, this game is bad, and he's just drinking the Rolling Rock. He's like, Pong is better, and Pong is like two lines in a ball. It's just like. It makes no sense. And then he just showed, he pointed the camera at his TV screen, which if you told Slopey that, he'd blow a gasket. But yeah. Oh, God, especially nowadays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least there's still camcorder stuff out there. But, you know, he just yeah. filmed his TV and him playing Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, because back then, oh God, I can't tell you how many times that I've tried to link up the video game console to my computer and record things. Now it's easy as shit. But oh, back yeah. then, when in 2004, when technology oh, was... Oh, my God. Because yeah. remember, oh, yeah. he, he recorded this on May 28, 2004. 
that that was the original date. And then two years later, on April 8, 2006, he uploaded it to YouTube. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I did that, I, I had a VHS that was kind of hooked up in a way where I could, like, record stuff on the tape, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, that yeah. stuff back then, doing stuff like that, where we get the stuff how we have it now, is so difficult. Oh yes, you know back yeah I had to I had to go to VHS uh, VHS route back then because I used to make video game movies like Sonic Adventure the movie and I would just have to edit using the VHS tape. <laughs> yeah, Sonic I feel that. So, uh... so yeah, that's that's uh, that's so uh, that's how all of us got into him. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely for me. It was definitely pre YouTube stuff. And it, it's interesting that the whole thing started as a joke. It wasn't meant what? to be a serious thing, this whole nerd idea. Because he always wanted to do movies. He wanted to get into the world of film, especially horror and slasher films. Because that's what he grew up with back in those and, Yeah, exactly. Period. That's the reason why his channel name is Cinemassacre in the first place, I imagine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, because it Absolutely. was referenced the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is yeah. kind of why his logo is referenced as a chainsaw. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that was one of his favorite films. So when Absolutely. he when he decided to go that route, I mean, it was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna play like a game that I think is bad, and I'm just gonna put it up for my friends to see. And then when they said, uh, "You got it, you got it," when Mike Matei said, "You got to do this, you gotta." upload this to youtube and he's like what the hell's youtube it's like man it's this thing it, he just got out of college at this point when he uploaded it to youtube yeah you know, he was this guy was working a nine to five job and i remember his original youtube descriptions like yeah i'll try to upload videos when i can you know uh i usually have to work an office job you know he kind of looked like one of those cubicle guys that yeah, you know, yeah. so it's it's like he was like the I don't I don't know if he was the office dullard or all or if he was just the guy that just opposed them. I would love to find out more about that. But it was just him like, yeah, I'll I'll get to these when I can. You know, a lot of times when uh when I'm not working, I'm eating my beef my beef ravioli and I'm thinking about ideas for future episodes. Something yeah. like that. It was like back when YouTube descriptions were like a huge thing on your own channel. Nowadays yeah. it's like nobody does that. Yeah, no, yeah, a lot of people don't even. Like, I mean, there's some people who make some really interesting content without even having to say a damn word. Like, it's it's pretty interesting. But, uh, but I I tend to be as descriptive as possible. That's just me. Uh, question: Was the shit pickle from him? Yes, it was. Yes. That yeah, was he also a James Rolfe uh, thing. Yes, he also came up with the uh, the turd. Which did not go over so well. He did an episode where he had like this living turd that played a game with him. And let's just say it didn't go so well. Yeah, I kind of have to leave it to South Park for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> yeah, of Rolling just... Rock, I got one right here. Oh, nice. man. Pop one open. Yeah. Uh, I should, I wish, all should have just grabbed one. Yeah, for the yeah. crack of cold yeah. blood open for the nerd. Cheers to the nerd. Cheers to the nerd, the rolling rock with the yeah. cold one. As yeah. they say. Uh yeah, I don't really like rolling rock, actually. I've never uh, tried it, so I don't know. Whoa. No, I don't drink. Sorry, I, I, I like other beers, Alex. <laughs> That's perfect for tailgating. Oh, at rolling rock? 
Yeah. Well, that's a shame because he never really he never really tailgated all that much. It was just him making movies, especially when he was in, in his junior year. No, he no, had to... I know, no, no, I know that. I'm just saying, like, um, for like football, like for me and whenever I go tailgating, ah, gotcha. I use Rolling Rock. So, anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So. I have a list of his episodes right here, so I don't know how many of you, uh, if you guys have, have vivid memories, but we'll try to go through these. I've seen every single one. Every uh, single one. It's been it's every been a single one. one. It's been quite a while. Yes. How long has it been? Like, uh, what's a while? Uh, a couple of years. Okay. So, what are some of your favorite episodes? Um, I would say all of the Bible games. Yeah, those are really good. Those bootleg as Bible games. So if you guys don't understand what the Bible games are, the it, it, some some Christian video game company thought it would be a good idea to mimic Doom and other like style games no, out there. It just it wasn't Doom. It was Wolfenstein. Well, yeah, it, was, it, 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 it just felt like Doom. Yeah, that was the thing yeah. though. Well, yeah, because first person shooters were. Just starting out in that era, and it was they all kind of looked the same. Yeah, That's but it, it's it, it's interesting because that that with the Noah's Ark, one of the Noah's Ark games is you just basically going with a slingshot hitting animals on the Ark. It's like that's yeah. well, we got to fit them all in the Ark, so we'll just knock them out. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little uh, unchristian to me, but I just, don't know. God, God, give me super strength so I can lift all the animals on the ark. Will do. In fact, you, I will make sure that they, they stockpile very easily. God, give me these things. I need these. <laughs> like five oxes and a monkey. Yeah, it, it's just the weird that the game mechanics that he showed in there. Like I don't even know. It, it's weird because it would also come in these irregular colored cartridges for the NES. Yeah, they're like, like baby blue and black and black it gold. Did, yeah, and gold. It was. It, I think it, it was a white one too. There was a, yeah. It just didn't have that gray style color, and it wasn't Zelda. So it it, it just if it, it really was interesting, but I don't know how he found those. Like it was just mm. like oh, you know, I'm just gonna look just out of the blue. Out of the blue, I'm sure that I'm sure that he was just finding some stuff, or maybe he actually grew up with it. Um, I'd feel bad if he did had to actually grow up with that. So those games are, if I remember correctly, they're actually like unlicensed. Yeah, they, they are. are. Yeah, and he even brought that up. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, yeah, something about those games are a little uh, suspect. So we got the Bible games. What um, else? I think, um, if I remember correctly, I think his Castlevania Two one was pretty good. Yes, the original, the first one. Where it was, uh, you know, he even says like, even though it's bad, it, it's still the classic Castlevania style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although uh, I, I always skip too. I always skip. You, you just go right. You know what I do? I play three first, and then I play one. I think chrono- chronologically speaking, I think that's right. Yeah, that's why I do it. Yeah. And we talked about that in the Ira Gamer episode because he didn't know that three goes before one. 
So that's yeah. why I always cracked up because because I knew that. But of course, I picked the hardest game to start with. But he's covered all the Castlevania games, and he's even threw the controller down a couple of times. James did when trying to play three because that game is hard. And oh, hard the last time I played, I got like halfway through, and I, I had to take a break. I didn't go back to it since. <laughs> yeah, so because I understood James's pain when he was trying to review it, so I. Oh yeah. I I, I don't, no I I understood his pain when he did his Ghost and Goblins review because I knew what the joke was I knew what was coming I knew how the episode was going to end because I played it and <laughs> I knew I just knew I knew as soon as he got to Satan what was going to happen yeah, it was exactly. it, it was great build up his the, that writing for that episode was the best writing that James ever did because. And that's just because of the context of the entire game, because I knew all about it and I played it and I beat it. But it was like, what is going on here? And it's uh, just the way that he was getting pissed off, like, okay, there better be something worth it when you get to the end. And then did that happen? Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Games back then were brutal. Like they really were. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah, this was before ratings too. So this yeah. was considered kids' games back then. It's like, how is this possible? Yeah, for especially for kids, like, man, my uh, my dumbass could barely handle Super Mario sixty four at times. Like <laughs> Wait, we're seriously? Nah, that's mostly a joke. I got through the entire game and almost got all the stars as a kid, but at the same time, like, you couldn't expect me to beat castlevania like i can barely do it now yeah right well maybe that should be your next charity scream every time shane says fuck he donates a dollar <laughs> um yeah it'll be like the swear jar except you know it's actually going to a good cause yes i, I feel that would be <laughs> we say fuck for charity yeah <laughs> it, it, it's the it's known as the put your money where your mouth is incentive fuck yeah buddy <laughs> 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 exactly. So besides all the, besides some of them, uh, obviously his back to the future. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have Alex here. Who's a big fan of the entire series. Yep. So, My favorite uh, film of all time, actually. So oh, is it really? I don't know. It is. Have you actually played the NES game? I actually had it. Oh, okay. Oh. So you under, you understood James's pain then. Yes. Yes, I mean, seriously, you have bowling balls, you have hula hoop girls, people carrying sheets of glass for no reason across the street, uh, bump killer bees, uh, I think he uses a bowling ball at some point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then this thing with the diner where you got to catch the glasses or something. <laughs> no, you have, to, you have to pretty much throw the glasses at the people trying to come up to the counter. What was the point of that? It was just a challenging game. That was it. <laughs> yeah, there a lot of it was. No, uh, no. What was the point of the game? Oh well, there really we'll was, I don't we'll think there talk was a point. That. Yeah, I don't think there well, was a point. Well, I, I, no, there is a point. They're trying to make money off of it, and they're like, "Hey, wow. it's night. It's nineteen eighty something. I forgot when the game came out, but you know, hey, Back to the Future, the biggest movie of nineteen eighty five. We got to make a game off of this. Mm -hmm. they, they, yeah. So, like, even with uh, a lot of how um, 
companies do nowadays wherever there's like a big movie that comes out they got to make a game out of it that's been happening for years now like oh god the uh so ghostbusters uh, oh yeah ghostbusters that was another <laughs> one of my uh my favorite ones to uh watch in 1984 one of the be- one of the best comedies of the 80s and of course Nintendo jumps on that bandwagon. It's like, yeah, you know what? We can make, uh, yeah, we can make Ghostbusters game for you. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll make sure that there's the logo. The Ghostbusters logo is going to be traveling around the city, and when the, when the, when the buildings blink red, that's when you have to go capture ghosts. But first, you got to get a vacuum on get- top of the car. You have to buy a vacuum for a car. Oh, is, okay. So this is where they got the idea for Luigi's Mansion, then. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was the precursor to Luigi's Mansion. But yeah. I understand. But when James did it, that was one of the. That was when I got instantly hooked. Was his first Ghostbusters thing. He's yeah. like, I, you expect so much more because it, it's, and he, it's so underwhelming. Yeah, because he said he he went into this whole thing about how he was such a fan and how he had. He was a fan of the cartoon series. He was a fan of the uh, the first movie. He lo- he had pretty much all the merchandise. You know, it's a bit dirty. You know, the dog shoved it up its ass, <laughs> as he said. And he yeah. and he had the proton pack, and then he just had all these old toys that he still kept as a kid, which just shows. Which it shows an authenticity to. It's you know how people say like, yeah, I'm like a huge fan of this. But you don't really know if they are. They're just saying that just to be like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he had a true authenticity to it. He still had toys. He's referenced from the cartoon in the movie, and he was like passionate about it. I mean, he even said when Nintendo was going to release the game, he's like, we were so excited, we shit our pants. Literally, shit came out our asses, and we rocketed through the roof. (laughs) (laughs) He always had really interesting descriptors. Mm Mm-hmm. So... It should have been like bread and butter, but it became more like dead skunk and dog shit. <laughs> and then, of course, there were plenty of other Ghostbusters games. And then finally, yeah, I'll get to some of the stuff that he complains about mostly when it comes. There's like a top ten, but we'll get to that soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Top ten. Yeah, the, he did it. He did a top ten like the things that make him angry the most when he reviews games. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Bugs Bunny's birthday blowout. Okay, so I think that one of them <laughs> might be one of my favorites just because of the skit. <laughs> I can't believe it in my own house. Bugs Bunny. Bugs fucking Bunny. And then he just beats him up throughout the yeah. entire video. <laughs> it's so crude and crass, but I cannot help but love it. I know. It's like, I'll show you some funny tricks. Yeah, what's up, cock? <laughs> I'll tell you what's up, you fucking bunny piece of shit. <laughs> Bugs Bunny's birthday blowout. How about Bugs Bunny's birthday beating? And <laughs> just imagine, like, just imagine Joe uh, Star Platinum, like beating up uh, Bugs Bunny. I can totally see that happening. Yeah, that, that's uh, yeah. that's pretty much what James did. He went all Star Platinum on his ass. Although he added a couple of wrestling moves and he added a bunch of boxes that uh, the Bugs Bunny went through. He's like, very slow-mo style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he shits on him. Yeah, that's what I was saying. About, like, the, whole, the whole crude crass thing. Yeah, it's it's so lowbrow, but at the same time, it's fucking great. I love it. 
And then they did a sequel, which I can't remember the name of the game. It was like Bugs Bunny something. Um, oh, that's what there were two of them. Yeah, and then Bugs Bunny all of a sudden has this. Uh, oh, Bugs Bunny's Crazy <laughs> Castle. That's what it was. Fun with numbers. Yeah, fun with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> numbers are not fun unless you're playing. Oh, wait, games. oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's that's um Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's a Sesame Street thing. Oh, my dumbass can't can't tell the difference. <laughs> Yeah, Bugs Bunny just gets this awesome power, and he like, and he actually beats up the nerd in the beginning of the video. It's like, oh, I thought you cartoon characters like getting beat up. We do, Doc. But you know what we don't like? Getting shit on the fucking face. He likes boxes. <laughs> oh, don't you talk about the boxes? I like boxes. He likes boxes. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I think that's an, also another reason why Bond loves him so much. Like he likes boxes. He's a box freak, just like me. Uh, I do not know about this Bondo character. Oh, we'll talk uh, about him. We'll find out. I I've heard stories, but I still don't know about the, this this dude. Unknown to me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, you're in for a treat then. <laughs> Oh yeah! No, you are. Oh, so, I bet. Um, not just so, you, everybody else. Everybody else. Too. Oh God, we got so much stuff. But back on track. Uh, but he did two chronologically confused videos. I forgot to mention this one on video games and movie sequels titles, which is oh, like, yeah. it's like, first of it's like how how many Street Fighter twos can there be? I mean, come on, man. I mean, yeah, that's. That is a very fair point. <laughs> How can they have five Rocky movies with Roman numerals, but then the next one's called Rocky Balboa? <laughs> why couldn't yeah. they make it? Why couldn't they call it Rocky Six? It's like making a prequel to Forrest Gump and just calling it Forrest. That's true. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite thing. He was like, the title of Bruce Lee's first major film was called The Big Boss, but when it got released to the U.S., they decided to change the title to Fists of Fury. So the sequel was in Japan, The sequel was called Fist of Fury. Oh no! What do we do? What are we going to call the sequel? We can't call it the Fist of Fury because we changed the first one to the Fists of Fury. Yeah, that kind of stuff <laughs> is, is a real clusterfuck. It, it is. Oh, the those executives. Well, well, speaking well, of movies with mix. speaking of movies with missing sequels, what happened to the Naked Gun movies? And why is the second one called oh, Naked yeah. Gun Two and a Half? Two and why did they call Why did they call the third one Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third? Where's some Naked Guns Three through Thirty Two? <laughs> That's a good oh, movie, by the way. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't hasn't done that. But I mean, the only movie he's ever really reviewed when it came to the nerd, besides The Wizard, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing he's an adamant fan of, and you could just tell in his voice, because he loved the first two movies. Uh, because he was like, oh, my God, we've been wanting live action turtles for so long, and we finally got it. And it's like, oh my god, we've been waiting to see what the turtles look like. Freeze frame the title, and then come on, come on, let's see it. Yeah. Then the second hey. one. Then the second one comes out. The turtles jump in the air, and then freeze frame the title. And the kids are going, yeah, yeah, man, that was awesome. This is great. The third one, they just coming in dancing to ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. 
Some of the some of his most hated lines. Oh, you're expecting maybe uh, the Adams family? Oh. Oh yeah, Fester's <laughs> quest. Oh yeah, and then, and then he, he did that. <laughs> no, he did that joke for Fester's quest when he was like, pl- well, that was another cloning op- uh, uh, editing tool that he used for that one, where he was all the Adams family characters, and then one of them goes, "You were expecting maybe uh, the Ninja Turtles?" Oh. <laughs> That was so. That was so good. He keeps up with his references, which is always funny. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to go. Mike Matei is in a lot of his videos. He sort of plays like all the slasher characters and uh, the the weird hippie guy from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's, which, uh, he, which he calls Chop Top. Chop Top. Yeah. <laughs> Who was a member of the Sawyer family in the movie, but he was like a, he was like very hippie-ish. Oh, okay. And then of course he had a guy called Jimmy Jim Slug, like be like one of the hillbilly guys. That's a pretty uh, <laughs> backwoods name, I must say. Yeah, and he had like he had like Jimmy this. Jim Slug. Yeah, he, yeah, he had the yeah the the whole setup was like the nurse just walking through this grassy field and he just runs into this hillbilly who just happens to have old vintage NES games, like out <laughs> the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. It's just like so. Obs- it's like so obscure and bizarre. It is. Oh man. Yeah, I haven't watched any of his later stuff in a very very long time. Uh, I mean, I got back into him when he, when somebody, I think my friend Mark told me like, yeah, you know, he reviewed Sonic 06, right? I'm like, what? Yep. I'm like, what? I, yes, he did. I, I did forget that was a thing. It's like, what? <laughs> I, like, I thought he only reviewed, I, like, I, I thought he reviewed like only classic things. Like, well, yeah, I mean, Sonic 06 is vintage now. I mean, it's been 12 years. So I was like, oh boy. That's a, and then, that's a scary thought. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then he did it, and then he did a part two because that wasn't enough. He had to do a two-parter. Of course, uh, there's well, a lot to cover in that one. It's, yeah, it's just shit. Oh god, I can't. It, it, that's the thing. I think he only, I think he only covered the Sonic story. Just imagine if he had to get through Shadow and Silver story too. Oof. Oh. Oh, I, don't, no. I, don't think I, I don't think I can do that. Yeah, especially the third level in the Silver Storyline. Oh, I've, I've watched Slow Beef do a Let's Play of it, and he was about to have a mental breakdown. He's like, no, you can't do it. You cannot do it. <laughs> like, why? Why did they do this? For real. It's, it's a mess. It is, yeah. it is a mess. That's why at the end of that video, like the James just has Sonic 06 just torturing him like a BDSM thing. Yeah, give it to me. Give me more pain. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Is that the best you got? <laughs> oh, more pain, more pain, more pain. Uh, you must have, you must have loved it, Alex, when he did the wrestling games. Uh, I don't remember that one. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I don't, don't remember that one. I don't remember these either. Yeah, he reviewed he reviewed WrestleMania Challenge, WWF Royal Rumble, WCW Super Brawl Wrestling, and Saturday Night Slam Masters. Ah, oh, damn! He didn't do the Slam one. Slam Masters. He didn't do the one on the Dreamcast. I don't know. It's been a long. I I barely remember that one too. That one was again. That one was that one was last year. So you know, forgive me. I mean, I this think- year. Oh, sorry. 
That's I. Th- I think there's he can still do some more wrestling games. There's a lot of shitty games for oh, wrestling. I, I don't Especially think he wants Game to, Boy. I don't think he wants to go over SmackDown versus Raw. I think he's just done with the, just wrestling games. I mean, it's oh. bad enough he got through the Game Boy accessories. Oh, oh God. Yeah, going through like the Game Boy camera and the Game Boy printer. I never had those. No, I, I had, never had I the printer. I never got the printer. I had the camera. I didn't have the camera either. It took me a long time to realize that there was a, a printer. Like, yeah. That was, that was something I never knew as a kid. Yeah, same. Yeah. I was like, whoa, this, this is weird. Different. Yeah. Why do I need a printer? <laughs> it's kind of cool, I guess, but I don't need it. I'm good. One of, the, one of the interesting games that I think I've ever seen was called Desert Bus that he did. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, the Penn and Teller game. Yeah. Yep. It's just basically six hours trying to drive a bus. Yeah, essentially. And Somebody did it. goes so- 45 miles an hour. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting, too, because somebody did a charity event with Desert Bus. Like, yeah, they did. Yeah, and they I can't remember what the incentive was, but it they just, just played the entire it, game. See if you could do it. Yeah, see if you can make it to the end, and they... <laughs> and if you did, and if you did, you got one point. Yeah, one point. <laughs> yep, one, one point. point. No, I think the marathon was who can go the the longest. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure uh, who. They should that. they should do that at awesome games done quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, talk <laughs> talk about speed run, speed run strats for. <laughs> Desert bus. Yeah, yeah, just make up the worst. Just make up the worst facts about desert bus and like the like made up strategies. <laughs> like okay. Well, that's well, that's not esports. That's more. Uh... It's you know, just imagine if ESPN had an esports thing where they played nothing but desert bus. Oh my god! Who could put down the controller first? Up, oh, he's he's tempting. He's tempting. The thumb is retreating the controller. He's done. He's done. <laughs> he can't do it anymore. He's given up. He's given up. <laughs> the spirit may be willing, but the but the flesh is not. Oh, oh. But at man. least, but at least James can tell you how to make an angry video game nerd episode. He actually went through his entire process, and I went, man. So he did VHS like I did, but I'm just wondering how he got good quality video out of it. Because I remember I would try to do it through VHS, and the quality was crap, and I tried reaching out to him about it one time, and I I never got a response back. Yeah, I I never knew how people with VHS. Like, mine mine didn't turn out too bad, but for the time – but yeah, for the most part, a lot of it was just like, uh, oh yeah, this is not good looking. But I dealt with it because it's what we had. Yeah. And we had everything. We had everything. <laughs> In my day. Yeah. My day. He had scripts. He had a good editing software, which we all wanted to know what it was. But we didn't have the good. We didn't have good editing quality back then. We had Sony Vegas and Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, yeah, you either had one or the other. Yeah. And it was it was one of those times where it's like, oh, man, what's he using? Oh, he's using that college-level stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, his history with being a, a film buff sort of helped, too, because he, he knew, like, all the good 
the equipment to use. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> super something saying in the chat, super eight desert bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. That's so great. Uh, his, uh, yeah. So those are some of the memorable ones that I remember. Yeah. All right. I had I no idea. All of them are memorable. No, I mean, some of his stuff, I mean, there was a point where I just stopped watching because I yeah, think same. I think it's because I got older and I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's time for me to go find other things. Yeah, like, I was kind of I was kind of the same thing. It's, it's no disrespect to him at all whatsoever. It's just my interest kind of shifted around. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I, I could I could I could only watch for so long and then just sort of go from there. Yeah, because it's because it's like, uh, yeah, I need to get away from James. Hey, who's this John Tron guy? He's oh, kinda, my God. Yeah, he kind of he kind of reviews the same way as James, except he's got a interesting voice. Yeah, he's got a very interesting way of doing things. Yeah, yeah. Never play Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts, people. Oof. And he actually and he actually we'll and talk he, about in a little bit. Yeah, there are mm-hmm. some future seasons. Oh, what? John Tron? Yeah. Oh, we already talked about John Tron. We did? Yeah, it's season three. Oh, I don't remember that. No, you weren't there on that one. Uh, all right. We are going to talk about Game Crumbs, though. Season five. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Pardon me. Um, that's there good. You go. uh, it's like, uh, Game Crumbs sucks. <sighs> nah, nah. I, I, I love those guys. I mean, I'm not an avid. Wa- I don't like watch them. I'm not an avid fan, but I do like them. Hell yeah! And their uh, their editing team, which is the uh, the group I uh, asked about, Super Mega, Super Mega, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're talking about Super Mega. Yeah, they're uh, they're great. They are great, mm-hmm. and that's why we're doing it. And I can't wait to hear more about it as we go on. Uh, sure. So so let me go over his top ten problems with games, James at least. According to All James. Right. According to James. According so, to James. According to James. So he says, number 10, shitty graphics. Now that could be a, uh, Na- a positive. Is this nowadays or? No, just from like, it, it, I mean, he, he references when he did Little Red Hood. <laughs> oh. It, 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 in that Same. clip, he's like, they somehow managed to choose the most repulsive color schemes and patterns. Don't you wish there could have been a more appealing texture and hue rather than this diarrhea-ish brown? Look at the bear! Did they purposely try to make it match the background? <laughs> oh. Number nine, annoying sounds. Kill this. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, sound effects, can, sound effects can either make or break a game. I mean, let's be honest. Well, you can always mute the TV. Yeah, but then it's like... The only time I remember muting the TV when it came to playing games is because I had a friend over and they were still sleeping. <laughs> I didn't want to oh. wake them. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I, I woke him up with that shit. Uh, see, I, I was, I was, um, even today, I'd still do that. I'm, I'm just super considerate. I'm just like, nah, I'm not gonna wake their ass. There up. you go. Hey, when, when, when you, when you have, ta- when you're playing Tales of Symphonia for the first time on the GameCube, and you let, and you want to hear that badass battle music, 
yeah, you want to crank that up all the way. And when your friend comes over, it's like, let me join the fight. And it's like, okay, two hours sleep, mofos. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, true. On, man. Um, that's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I understand that. I just, you know, if someone's passed out, I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it is like something that is completely, utterly mind blowing, then I'm going to wake your ass up like an earthquake. <laughs> uh, number eight, getting stuck. Like, oh. Ooh, st- like stuck is in like um, not understanding stuck. what to do next, or like actually getting stuck. Well, here's the example that he used. So when he t- when he was covering Action Fifty Two, oh no, oh, great game. Yeah, he goes, "Your beaver shooting great tomatoes and navigating through a maze. Oops, dead end. I'm trapped." Uh, okay. You're shitting me? This game is shitting me. And then he has a bowel movement that goes very badly. <laughs> uh, bring a whole new meaning <laughs> to giving a shit. Mm-hmm. For real. Number seven. Hey. Number seven, ignoring source material. Yeah, that seemed to be a, uh, a recurring trend in a lot of mm-hmm. these games. It's like, yeah, bowling balls, hula hoop girls, guys with mirrors. Exactly. Hmm. Or if you're playing Rambo. Remember when Rambo has to fight a giant spider? I don't. <laughs> I forgot about that. Ah, oh, damn. And when he reviewed Star Wars. Now I'm fighting Darth Vader already? He's inside the sand crawler because why? Oh, well, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be a uh, much different movie, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. <laughs> They have, they have Darth Vader's already dead. It's this middle of the second act. Yeah, exactly. So what are they gonna do? Uh... Oh, they'll they'll just have they'll just have all the characters make out with each other for like the third act. Oh God, that's exactly what everybody wants to see. Yeah. Well, that's what the that's what the last episode of Lost did. Wait, are you serious? Lost. Yeah. Yeah. The main antagonist <laughs> dies in the second act, and then the third act and the climax is basically just everybody making out and like forming real and bringing back old relationships i don't know how i feel about that that seems show was just weird it was uh to tie into loss number six too cryptic <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're at a zell uh number six too cryptic he he references Castlevania 2. He's like, there are pots in the game that are definitely not self-explanatory and are too hard to figure out. Take this dead end, for example. Would you guess that you're supposed to pass through this wall? Now you have to kneel down by it for like 10 seconds. Now still, that's not enough to make it so cryptic and hidden that we can't figure it out. Oh, please give us our for, more for our buck and make it harder so we can wander around the game and exhaust every possibility before we find out, okay? Well, guess what? You need to have a red crystal selected and be kneeling down and wait a little while before this magic tornado comes and takes you to the next part of the game. Yeah, see, I I agree with that because I'm so glad games don't do this, usually. But there is a lot of stuff where it's like, yeah, the whole cryptic nonsense where it's like, how am I supposed to know to do that? Right. And that's not just me, like... Making a dark side Phil reference, but <laughs> oh god, <laughs> uh, but like literally, how like for stuff like that, how are you supposed to know to do something like that? 
uh, Nintendo Power. That's what the whole magazine was uh, for, trying to that's... figure out cryptic clues. Yeah, so it's, okay, I see what they were doing. So it's like if you didn't know how to do it, it's like, man, this is really tough. You'd go order Nintendo Genius. See? Feel the power. Feel the burn. <laughs> okay, Feel I get it now. Power. I understand. Uh, so let's see. Number five, bad controls. Ooh. Down and R. Down and R. He references winter games when he does oh, this. God. I was I was referring to Batman and Batman Forever. Oh, oh no. Oh no. On the SNES. Yeah. I've never played it. And unfortunately it's not on the classic SNES. Well, thank your lucky stars. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I think it every single day. You know, like good quality stuff that Nintendo puts out uh, yeah. on the on the classic. But bad Hell controls yeah. with winter games, he's like, okay, so the first thing that happens, your opponent speeds away, but you just stand and you try every button on the controller until you realize you're supposed to tap right and left on the D-pad repeatedly. Jeez. Thank God he never played the first Mario Party game. Oh, God. I'm waiting till that day. I'm waiting until he does a review on the first Mario Party. There's been a while I still since have I Oh, God. I, just got, I got carpal tunnel just thinking about that. And thankfully, Dude, yeah. and thankfully wow. when, Su when Super Mario Party comes out, we don't have to worry about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez. <clears throat> uh, I'm not yeah. dying, I swear. Uh, but no, I I forgot that was even a thing. Like, um, I'm a little excited. Yeah, October. Hopefully, the reviews are good. If they're good, I'm buying it, and then we're gonna have a we're actually gonna have a real party. Oh, oh hell yeah, sweet. I'm down. A legends party. Anyway, yeah, ho hopefully, hopefully this won't destroy friendships. <laughs> oh no, we still got to do an episode together. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Number four, long passwords. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. He references Metal Gear. Uh, yeah. The game, and he says, "Why do we need this little extra part? Is it really necessary to have both capital and lowercase letters, as well as numbers, question marks, and exclamation marks too?" If you're writing this down, you're going to get confused. The S's look like. Uh, the the S's look like fives. Zeros look like the letter z uh, zeros look like the letter O. Capital and lowercase letters can look identical, and lowercase L's look like the ones uh, uh, uppercase I's. Yeah, see, font. That's why fonts are so important. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He also references when he did Frankenstein. He says, if you move the D-pads to the sides, it doesn't move your cursor over to the other side. So say your cursor is on the letter K, and you need to move to J. In most games, all you need to do is move the cursor left, and it will show up on J. But here, you can't do that. You have to move the fucking cursor all the way to the J. And also, if you enter the password and it turns out that it's wrong, like if you messed up on one letter, it erases the whole thing, and you got to type it in all over again. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, see, when I was uh, recently playing, um, what was it, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Over at yes. a friend's place. Because uh, he has an original um, NES, right? Uh, I, I was having a problem with um, 
uh, who's the guy? I think Bald Bull. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, and geez. it was like getting near the end of the game, right? Yes. And um, I had to keep typing up that password every time. I'm like, fuck, make it stop. Dang. That's how I felt with Mega Man 2, except the password was really simple. But just having to keep typing it in was like, ah, why? Mm -hmm. I can't get past this one level. Uh, so yeah, let's see. Exactly. Number three, no pause button. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's even, there's even uh, some games even nowadays that's the same way. It's like, really? Yeah, there are games no that don't pause have pause button? buttons. Yeah. Dark Souls being one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of online games too, of course, obviously. But um, well, I'm noticing like a lot of games nowadays starting to like do at the pause button. Yeah, he read. Yeah, mm -hmm. he even uses a reference from Ghostbusters too when he reviewed that game. He's like, I mean, if you got to go answer the phone or take a shit, it's like tough shit. If you got to take a shit, you got to take a quick shit. You got turbo turds. I'm trying to play the game. I got shit stains in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and an answering message Shit on my same. phone that says, sorry, I'm playing Ghostbusters 2 on Nintendo. That reminds me of the time. I had, a, I had a couple of friends and I when we used to play League of Legends. And um, I remember he, one of our guys had to do the same thing. He's like, man, I got to squeeze one out real quick, guys. Hold on. As uh, like we're getting into the loading screen oh, into the game. And somebody else on the other team was doing the same exact thing. I was just like, oh my god, I thought I was going to die. I had to squeeze one out real quick, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, uh, that was always fun. Oh, Green Shield brings up an interesting point. He says, <laughs> with games now, you could just press the home menu button. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it's like kind of like the, the bootleg version of making that work. It doesn't work all the time. But that's can. probably why we're they're getting rid of the pause button, so they can make a home menu button. That makes sense. It's like a universal pause button, but sometimes it even doesn't even do that. It's like, why does it my universal remote work around the house? <laughs> anyway, number oh, two, God. no continues. I hate it when that happens. Mm-hmm. Or when they only give you one life and then there's no continues afterwards. Like with Dick Tracy. Oh, jeez. Mm, yeah, like, Dick Tracy. It's like one guy, no continues? Why is there no continues? Kind of, what uh, the shit? Kind of reminds me when I uh, also played um, Super Monkey Ball recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I, I played the, the shit out of that game as a kid. When I recently I played it, I, I forgot how difficult it was. Holy shit. Like, that game does not play around. And uh, it, it was the first one, specifically, I remember, that if you ran out of lives, you were basically shit out of luck. Well, you had, you had a couple of lives and a couple of continues. And granted, those continues, you're shit out of luck. I was going to say, because I was going to say, you almost said a shitload of fuck there. Well, you're in a shitload of fuck, too. Well, it is a, well, it is a shitload of fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that would have been so perfect because of the the guy we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, 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 I love that game, but it, uh, the original, the very first one, frustrating as hell. The new ones did away with that continue system because they tried to make it a little easier. But even then, they still have a lot of levels that are unreasonably hard. 
Great game, though. Still love it. Yeah, I've never played it. What? No. Wait, wow. hold on a second. Stop. I played Super Monkey Ball 2, but that's the only one. Is that the uh, one on the GameCube? Yeah, it's one on the GameCube. Yeah. I haven't played the first one. I played the second one. Okay, the first, okay, the first, the first one's good, but yeah, it, it's it's tough. It's really tough. I, for a minute there, I thought you meant in Monkey Ball in general. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 I played Super Monkey Ball too, but I, I've heard the first one was like tough, so I decided not to get it. I got the it second one instead. It was very brutal. So the and the 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 last game, or not mm-hmm. not the last game, but the number one reason that um, the number one, the major one that is his major problem, his having LJN make the games. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that is for sure. Oh, the rainbow, the rainbow. Yeah, every time you see it, well, we're doomed from the very start. Take a look, and then zoop, it zooms in right on the logo. Somebody makes an X-Men game for Nintendo. Why in the love of fuck does it have to be LJN? You take one look at that logo and you just know there is no gold at the end of that rainbow because this, my friends, is the unholy stamp of death. Yep. Literally. <laughs> it, it is. It is the worst. But, boy, did they make a... I guess... I don't know. Did they ever really make a profit off of those games? I don't know, actually. Oh no. That's a good question. Do they, do they... I... Hold mm-hmm. on. I'm gonna go over the list of the highest grossing uh highest selling NES games. And let's see if LJN even makes that list. Because usually when they say highest selling, they mean like a, a million units. I'm gonna guess no. Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna guess no. I'm gonna say right. no. Final answer. That's your is that your final answer? <laughs> Go Regis. I was gonna say yes, Regis. Final answer. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh man, you came all the way to New York to get the. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit so much. It makes me feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm gonna type. Okay, hold on. I want to be a millionaire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh man, I'm sorry to say, but you came all the way to New York to get the answer right. I hate that shit so much. <laughs> yeah, they don't have any. They don't have any. Uh, they don't have any in the millions in the millions range. Oh, they don't. No, they don't. What's the closest? Oh, I can't tell you that. I that would have to be like really, really major uh, stuff Research. to look at. <laughs> All right. That, that, uh, after doing some more research. Yes. <laughs> After doing some more research. Let's see. Let me see if uh let me see if this actually pulls it up here. Nope, they don't even have it. Okay. Usually oh, I have man. a source for like good sales, but no, they don't have a the no. But yeah, that would that would take an eternity to find out. So I'm not gonna do that. But no, okay. none of them are in the highest grossing range, so you came out. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're winners. Well done, everybody. Well done. High fives yeah. for everybody. You you just won a million dollars. Oh shit, dude! I was not prepared oh, for this. Um, but because of the lottery tax, we have to take half of that. Oh. Well, I'll still. I, I'd like to make some shout outs. I want to thank my parents and. Uh, That's sad. I want. I want to also make a, a shout out to Sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. 
See that's see that's a good joke. So we got it. We got it. We got to try to help uh, some of the console warriors uh, YouTube channel try to get hit hit hard with their punchlines because yeah they're trying to make jokes to me one time and I said and and I didn't get it. And it's like Joe, it's a joke. And I said, what's the punchline? And they said the punchline is me punching you in the face. That's not very good. <laughs> not and, nice. I said, and I said, wow, you're going to commit violence on me? That's oh, not battery? nice. Yeah, I could <laughs> sue you. <laughs> uh, so let's get into James's biggest criticisms. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, yes, there have been a couple of controversies uh, surrounding James. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk about two of them. Uh, his first criticism involves being involved with the Kickstarter campaign Cheetah Men 2. Right. <clears throat> That's true. It was pitched by Greg Pobich. Uh, the video that James created to support Cheetah Men 2 then was allegedly switched to private mode on his YouTube channel. Oh, wow. So another YouTuber by the username Kippy Kip re-uploaded the same Kickstarter promotional video back in September 14th of 2012, including the, the original video description stating, fund the project now at Kickstarter. You can get your own box copy of the game at the $60 level. Oh, uh, yeah. The re-upload was done due to accusations that Mike Matei had been deleting comments that critic the campaign. Hmm. Ooh, that's suspect. Well... So, yeah, I'm not mm. really surprised. Yeah, he does this. He does this a lot. Does he? Well, you didn't like you didn't, you didn't like the Earth. Uh, hmm. What? Wait, motherfucker, Mike? Really? Yeah. Huh. I hear uh, he does this a lot. I I I didn't know. I mean, I know Mike Matei had a had a a fallout with Chris Bores. Yeah. Well, that's 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 obvious. Remind me again who Chris Boris is again. Irate gamer. The irate oh, gamer. The irate gamer. Okay. After okay. doing some research. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to do my research because I totally dropped the ball on that one. I apologize. Well, it's been two years since we've done that episode. I mean, has it really? Yeah, it has. Yeah. Our two-year wow. anniversary is coming up next month. Wow. I, I need to take him over the process. That holy it's shit. Been that long. Yeah. Damn, Br dude. Bring it in. Breathe it in. <laughs> wow. Wow. So getting back to Mike Matei. Uh, so there was one comment in the re-uploaded crypt by a user uh, by a user with the name Dr. No Zero. He says, why is James getting blamed for this the most? Didn't he just endorse it? I'm pretty sure Mike said the truth about it, too, after removing the video. To which Nick Monton replied, saying, Maybe it wasn't his intention to help with the scam, but the fact stands that he took part in a con job and is unwilling to come out and apologize for doing so. And the same goes for Mike and everyone else who was involved. And then a user a user by the name of JubJub44 said, I thought he apologized. And then Nick um. and then Nick Monkton replied, I don't think he has. Truthfully, 
James, Mike, and the Game Chasers are lucky this went under the radar of legal problems because they could have gotten arrested for this scandal. No, they couldn't have. Well, I'm pretty sure they could have. I mean, when you, I mean, when you, when you con people out of their money. Yeah, oh, when, yeah. When, when it comes to that legally, I think. Yeah. yeah. Which is all the more surprising. I wonder if, uh, how much they knew about it. Like, no, they they, well, from the perception of it, if you're gonna if you're gonna take both sides into account, if you're gonna if you're gonna take James's version, and if you're gonna take what happened. Then it could have been just like, well, I had no idea it was a scam. I just wanted to endorse it because I enjoyed Cheetahman. Yeah, exactly. Because he he did that. Uh, God, one of the uh, episodes he did of that was actually really like one of his top ones, if I remember correctly. Right. So, it, of course, he'd want if there was going to be a sequel. Of course, you know whether regardless it was going to be shitty or not, he'd want something to do with that. Yeah. Right. I would hope so. Yeah. So another commenter with the username Black6Speed posted a very long comment. It was almost like a chronicle of some sorts. He said, James asked his fans for $75,000, then received $33 million to, wait, hold on. Yeah, wait, no, $325,000, four times the initial amount he asked for, in order to make the AVGN movie so he could make a profit for himself. James then made a video in which he cried crocodile tears, expressing his sincere gratitude. You know, this is his words, not anyone else's. Yeah, yeah no. Um, uh-huh. And stated that he was uncomfortable asking for free money from fans, and he also stated, quote, I feel like a cyber bum. Uh, James then, five minutes later, was e-begging again for the Greg Pobich Cheetah Man scam when they needed 65 grand. In order to put a bad game onto a reproduction card, Greg Pobich then received ninety-four grand to manufacture the repro carts and sell them for hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit for himself. James received over four times the money he needed for free to make his movie for his own profit, and then proved that he was not gracious at all and made an insincere thank you video, thereby disrespecting his fans. <laughs> Whether or not that's actually true is, yeah. you know, it's, it's an opinion. This is an opinion. Yeah. it, it uh, And this is in all caps. It is proof James was insincere in his gratitude for the 325K because he e-begged for Greg Popich five minutes after uploading that video. If you donated, then that is a slap in your face. Off. Yeah, lot- I don't know. A lot of people lost respect for James after this. James gets to live his dream, which not everyone gets to do, but simultaneously while taking none of the risk. If his movie fails completely, he will have lost nothing. But to come out and make a video about, with false gratitude, that eBay for an obscene amount of money for some old guy to make repro cards after just getting four times the amount of money for his movie, five fucking minutes later, is taking advantage of the generosity of a zombie-like fans. It should make you mad. Dang. Mike, oh. took, Mike took down the new e-begging video after, of course, afterwards, because there was massive backlash and negative ratings. Mike also deleted comments before disabling comments completely. Mike and James knew it was a scam too. Mike says, <laughs> "Took down the bless you. bless you." 
Yeah, yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh. <laughs> You're right there, buddy. Yeah, I think usually, usually I get like three of them, so. I think uh -oh. this is making him like, die. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit inside. Just, oof. So yeah, that was that. That's uh, that's the the whole chronicle in somebody's uh, somebody's point of view. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well then, yeah, right, they bring out those, I mean, them all caps. They bring out the uh, facts. Well, it's interesting too because you know you can you can ask for something. You can ask for two different projects separately. It's it's like oh okay well, you just made a lot of money for this movie why can't you just put that money towards the Cheetahman things like cause I'm making a movie yeah exactly you got it there's a lot of financing involved you got to figure out what exactly you're paying everybody how much you're going to be uh, paying as well too for equipment and such you know it's an entire it's a huge deal. So right. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not gonna take the but. I'm not gonna take the budget out and try to help something out. I mean, regardless of how people thought about the Cheetahman two thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, the guy could. I mean, James could have been so busy that he didn't know, and then Mike had just what was just doing damage control. Essentially, yeah. You know, guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> mm -hmm. You mean innocent until proven guilty? No, well, you know how people. Well, you know how Close people enough. react. Well, you know how. Oh, people... I, okay, okay, I, I see what you're saying now. As in, yeah. as in the mentality, not yeah, the, the mentality, okay. not the uh, not the logical way. Which, by the way, is going to I think is going to be the tagline for the new Phoenix Wright game: "Guilty until proven innocent." Oh, <laughs> well then, yeah, <laughs> might be the 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 darkest Phoenix Wright game we get. Um, objected. Objected. <laughs> Overruled. <laughs> Objection. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing, I like out, I'm throwing out jargon here. Yeah, like, <laughs> I like how I just said objected. Rejection. <laughs> no, Alex. Alex, it's objection. No, whatever. Objected. Rejected. Rejected. <laughs> you'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get this. You'll get this. Shut up! <laughs> Be quiet. Where, yeah, where's where's Vin when you need him? Yeah, All right. Every time Vin says "shut up," I'm just gonna put the objection bubble with the words "shut up." <laughs> I believe it. See, Vin would make a great. See, Vin would make a great prosec uh, a prosecutor because every time you're trying to defend your case, he'll just go "shut up," and then he'll just like present evidence. Yeah. So his strategy is, I'm louder than you, therefore your argument is invalid. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, I love it. Okay, so the last controversy that James is mostly known for is the whole Ghostbusters 2016 thing. Oh dear God! So oh, I'm actually I'm actually gonna read word for word what James said. So just so people know exactly what he said. Okay, yeah, and then we'll get the sort of reaction to everything he said after this. Right now, this this video has got almost 3 million views. Uh, this was uploaded two months before the movie came out. Exactly two months. Oh, wow. And what he thought about the trailer, so to speak, and the, the actual reboot. So here's what he said. So there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out, and for something related to one of my favorite franchises, it may be expected that I review it. But instead of a review for once, I'm doing something a little different. A non-review because I refuse to watch it. 
and I'll tell you I why. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another Phoenix Wright bubble. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I'll tell you why. The original, which we now have to call the 1984 Ghostbusters, is a timeless classic. It's one of the greatest comedies ever made. But this one, judging from the trailers, it looks awful. So instead of doing what everybody else is going to do, go see a movie and then talk about how bad it is, I'm going to do something different, something unheard of. I am not going to see it. Wow, what a novel concept, right? If you already know you're going to hate it, why give them your money? If this is the Ghostbusters movie that nobody wanted, then the box office results should reflect that. But I don't think it is. Maybe the actual movie is better than the trailer. Maybe it's good. It's a possibility. I know I'm a biased Ghostbusters is something that a lot of us grew up with, and we wanted to see the original cast back together for one last time while they were still alive. And then maybe introduce a new younger cast work with them and win us over and then pass it on for a new generation. But the path, but the path to ghostbusters three had so many detours and got kicked around so badly that it eventually died out completely to me personally. It officially ended with the death of Harold Ramis. They had all that time and now a new ghostbusters movie finally gets made as if now it's appropriate. Well, at least he didn't live to see this. My problem I have with the movie, it's not the fact that it looks bad. I mean, sure, the jokes in the trailer make you cringe. The ghost effects are on par with the live-action Scooby-Doo or Disney's Haunted Mansion. Wow. You know, the one with Eddie Murphy? It looks embarrassing when you compare it to the original that was made 30 years ago. And that still holds up. The effects in that movie are still amazing after all this time. So it looks bad. Fine. I watch a lot of bad movies. You know, I see a ton of bad movies knowingly and with pleasure. But this isn't just any movie. This is Ghostbusters. It's one of the most celebrated franchises ever. The real problem I have with it is the title, calling it Ghostbusters, but without having any connections to the original story or characters. It is a shameless attempt to bank on the name to get fans to see it based on the title alone. At the same time, it takes advantage of the younger generations who might not have ever seen the original. They'll see it without feeling like there's any prerequisite of having to see the other movies. And now whenever you look up the original movie, you're always going to see Ghostbusters 1984 and Ghostbusters 2016. It's mm-hmm. piggy. It's piggybacking on the name, and maybe that's not the intention. But call it Ghostbusters: The Next Generation or Ghostbusters Reenergized. Anything stupid like that would have been better because you know what? Everybody's been calling it the female Ghostbusters. I hear that all the time. The female Ghostbusters. Does that mean we have to call the old one the male Ghostbusters? It doesn't. It doesn't matter, but I can't blame everybody for identifying it that way because there's no other way to identify the movies. There's no other name for it. It's just Ghostbusters. And I know the term remake has gone out of fashion, but I feel like it is a remake because now everybody says reboot, but I don't care. To me, by definition, a remake is when you make a movie called Ghostbusters Then you make another movie called Ghostbusters. You made another Ghostbusters. You remade it. It's a remake. Of course, that doesn't mean it's a remake of the same story. It's different. 
but by using the name, it's pretending to be original in its own right and sweeping the first one under the rug as if it didn't happen, as if you know it's not based on anything pre-existing. And maybe that wasn't the intention, but that's why we need a new term, and I call it a name make. It's a name make. Now, wait, I... Now, I don't want to sound too biased here because this particular franchise does have a very odd exception. Ghostbusters itself was a name make in its own way. There was a 1975 TV series called The Ghostbusters, which was made into an animated series in 1980, 1986, after the success of the 1984 film. That we all know and love, but I don't understand. If this new film wants to be a reboot, then why couldn't it take note from all the successful reboots that came before, like Star Trek? You have a younger cast, but you also have it rooted in the lore of the original series. You have Leonard Nimoy playing an old Spock, passing the torch to a younger Spock. Or how about Star Wars? It's a sequel, but it's also a reboot. It reboots the franchise by introducing new characters and starting a new adventure. But it doesn't forget about the old characters. A little fan service goes a long way when Chewie and Han Solo step onto the Millennium Falcon for the first time in over 30 years, and Han says, Chewie, we're home. We're home. That's all you need. It makes us feel like we went home, back to our childhoods. It's as simple as that. That's how you do a reboot. But this flushes all that opportunity down without Harold Ramos. Is it possible for any reboot like this to happen? Maybe. But you wouldn't have to get... You know, you'd have to get the other three Ghostbusters there, plus Sigonery Weaver, plus Rick Moranis, plus any Potts, anybody you can get who's still alive. You should still get them and then really try to win us over with the new cast. But instead, the original Ghostbusters are supposedly playing cameo roles, but not as their characters. Like, how, how did this thing get so misguided? It's amazing when you look back at all the false starts of Ghostbusters 3 and how after all that, they ended up with this. Well... Yeah, mm. that's it. Yeah. Wow. Dang. I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand where he's coming from because he is a huge fan of the original. Oh, yeah. Huge. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's pretty crazy, man. So, here's the. So, this is an article I found from uh, the New York Times called What a Ghostbusters Online Attack Says About the Digital Age making reference to this entire thing. Okay. So after this entire, so after the, the entire video came out, uh, this is what happened. So people have reached, uh, have seen the video, celebrities, uh, Twitter followers, people from different websites. Well, there's a libertarian website owned by Rupert Murdoch called Heat. Oh no. Um, oh no. The, uh, there was an article yeah. saying uh, this was actually oh, no. uh, this was actually on James's side. Actually, uh, he said he will almost certainly be on the right side of history. Um, uh, a YouTuber by the name of Comic Book Girl Nineteen uh, saying this isn't about feminism. This is about greed. This is about a bad idea. Yeah, uh, it was. It was never about. It was about because it's. It was a thing and shouldn't have been made. Yeah. But a lot of people, including a significant number of men, immediately blasted James as a jerk, with some of the blowback taking on a very personal tone. Uh, Eric D. Snyder said, I keep fixating on his wedding ring. Someone married this man, baby. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, God. And then he later deleted the tweet. <laughs> of course. Uh, writing about James's transrim on the website Death and Taxes, part of the Spin Media Empire, Maggie Sirota said he looked as if, uh, James looked as if he were sitting in a wet diaper. What? Mm. Ah, I don't, I don't get where that's coming from, but okay. All right. Sure. Uh, so the person that actually wrote this article, he says, and I quote, "My swift reaction to James, Mr. Rolf's video, was similarly severe." Without so much as pressing play, I decided that his position was garbage and that he represented the worst <laughs> about geek culture in the internet. Oh come on! Oh, give me a break. At least get at least give the guy a chance. Yeah, you get to immediately already go out like the dude. Dude gave out a uh, very well structured argument about I don't like this. Essentially, it uh, went down to this: I don't like this. I'm not giving money to support it. And end of story. Mm -hmm. So, what the shit? <laughs> he says, I considered leaving a hissy comment on his site. Somebody's mom apparently forgot to teach the judging books by their covers lesson. Oh, God. Instead, I did something very old-fashioned. First, I watched his six-minute video, which surprised me. While not oh. saying... While not saying much that I agree with, Mr. Rolf does express his opinions in a rather calm and articulate way. It's not overly sexist, though there are whiffs. And his, and his points are rather tame compared with a lot of the other Ghostbusters muck online. Hard stare toward Reddit is put in uh, um, parentheses. Yep, of course. Next, I sent him an email. I wanted to know what he made of the fervor. fervor. Uh, his response was astonishing. He was offended by some of the blowback because as he wrote in an email, it seemed to him that those angry over his video have not watched it or have been misquoting me or twisting my words. Miss, Mr. Judging before seeing was mad because people were judging before seeing. Oh, come on, dude. Uh, Mr. Rolf also seemed agitated that the people ripping him apart, some of whom went so far as to threaten, excuse me, so far as to threaten his life, had no interest in his complexity as a human being. Uh, yes, he makes a living through sometimes ca caustic reviews and rants, but he is also a husband and a father. His daughter Darcy, now a toddler, was injured at birth. Uh, what? What was that? Well, I mean, that's sad, but like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, yeah. like, why bring why bring up his? Like, I get, I get bringing up the fact of being like, yeah, this guy is married, he's a father and stuff, so don't threaten his life. But like, where, where did that where did that even come from? Yeah, I don't know. He goes, it. He says, James said, my good deeds go largely unknown. He said in an email. I just had a charity event auditioning items, props, memorabilia for my show. The auction, which concluded on May 6, 2016, raised about 20 grand for Shriners Hospital for Hospitals for Children. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, when finally coaxed, when finally coaxed to the phone, Mr. Rolf, who works from his East Coast home, did not want to talk about his Ghostbusters video, saying he thought it spoke for itself and he didn't want to address the fallout. When people attack me, it's always about trying to get a reaction, he said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So that's pretty much it on the New York Times article. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Pat Oswalt, who does, uh, who did some voice acting for, um, what was it, for Kim Possible, and also plays uh, TV Frank's son in the Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, newest season. Um, he he put on his he put on his uh, Twitter. I really wanted to hate this Cinemassacre Ghostbusters review, but I'm such a fan of noisy, thick saliva swallowing. It won my heart. Oh my god! But it, that was a joke. But he oh, said, "Oh, okay." But <laughs> that was a yeah, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, remember, this guy's a comedian. Touche. Yeah. Um, probably not a very good joke because we don't know what the punchline is. But yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't understand the punchline, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, 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 console warriors. This is why punchlines are effective because at least then you'll be able to understand it. Uh, I, I tell that. I, I tell that. Uh, I, I, I bust the, I bust them on that because you know it's like I'm gonna punch you in the face. Anyway, um, but no but being all serious, Pat Oswald said, "I like I like James Rolfe. I'm just tired of preemptive criticism. Society imploding. It's gross." Yeah, I mean, still at the same time, though, if you feel like that you're not going to enjoy something, you have no obligation to go out and spend money to see it. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Like, that's that's why I barely go to movies anymore, man. Not just because, like, they're expensive as hell now, but honestly, yeah, it's because you, you have no obligation to do that. Like, I, I know it's like the whole thing of... You know, you should probably see it before making any judgments. Sure. But if what I'm seeing so far isn't to my liking, I'm not going to go watch it. That's as simple as uh -huh. that. I got better things to do with my time. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the same boat, Shane. Yeah. Like, it, has, it has to be like something amazing. Something amazing. Something really shitty. Make, yeah, something that it catches my eye. Like something. Or that, something so bad that it's good. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think we all have the same idea when we say something so bad it's good. But, um, oh, hi, Mark. Exactly. <laughs> oh, did someone bring up my name? Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I. It's really weird because like, I'm on both sides of the fence here where it's like, yeah, you should totally not judge a book by its cover, but at the same time, it's like if you feel like if all the trailers you're seeing, all the previews and buzz that you're seeing and hearing about is something that isn't to your liking, you have no reason to go out and support a movie or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's entirely up to you. Yeah, because uh, it's the thing. It's, you know, you could do what you want with your own money. Yeah, exactly. You earned your money. You do what you want with it. If you want to yeah. support, uh, if you want to support uh, a studio with their their creation, by all means. And if it's something that everyone else hates but you like, sure, more power to you. But you know, but it got it got to the it got to a point where people were saying, "Oh, you're not going to go see this movie because there's uh, they're all females and you're yeah, being yeah. sexist because of it." Yeah, that's 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 a stupid accusation. I'm sorry. It, 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 I, I'm trying to put myself in, in those people's shoes because here they finally see a movie where it's star. And it's not like the first. This is the first movie ever that's ever done it. But 
okay, people are in. It's not the first movie to have like all the main characters be female. We've seen that countless times over the course of years. But yeah, exactly. But it's but the major difference is they weren't part of big franchises. Like if you've seen Ocean's Eight earlier this year, people are like, "Oh my God, there's all these women in Ocean's Eight, an Ocean's franchise." Like, because they yeah. and, and then people got on them for like, "No, this is a bad movie." But here, Ghostbusters, it was okay. He, finally, we have a, a movie that has uh, all the main characters are women for a big franchise. Like this is this is a success. This is what we need. This is what we are getting. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm I'm all for that, like the progressive stuff and all that. But at the same time, if it looks bad, and that's not because of any gender issue, that's that's a writing problem. Yeah, but people don't really care about the majority of the people don't really care about writing and acting. They just they see a trailer and they go to it. That's like that's the casual uh, standpoint. It's like, oh, the trailer looks interesting for this movie. Right. I'm going to go sit down and watch it. Or if it's part of a movement, then I don't care how bad it's written. I don't care how badly it's acted. Just the fact that it exists. I mean, is, I, I'm, is I'm fine. For all, yeah, I'm all, I'm all fine for that. And especially if it's like if it's going to help pave the way for more. It's just that it, it, there's a chance that if it's going to be bad and it's bad, it's not the writing issue people need to see it's not all yeah. about it's not all about gender or anything like that it's i'm like i said i'm fine with that i have no problems with if there's an all-female cast for something just mm -hmm. let the writing be good for god's sakes yeah yeah because we gotta we gotta hold it to the fire a lot of times like okay yeah. you're gonna step up to the plate all right here you go yeah exactly it's like you better you know you better be ready man it's, it pressure's on See if this were the apprentice, uh, oh, if this were geez. the apprentice, if this were the apprentice, and they all lost, oh. then they're gonna have to answer for that. But it's all like, fired. All fired. Oh no, I don't think he would have fired them. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if this was a thing, like, what the hell was this? This was the this movie is not poorly. This movie is poorly written. It, it it it's mostly improvised. It doesn't feel like there's an actual dialogue going on. And it's like, where are your characters? And when people, it's like, and they try, like, well, we were really thinking about it progressively. And it's like, excuse me, business. Stop the, you know, it, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what, that's where the buck stops. It's like all a business. All right. Yeah. They're, I mean, it is what it, that is true. It's like everything here in America is run as a business, everything, literally everything. So, well, yeah, our president's a businessman. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, that's how it's kind of how it's been since ever, not just yeah, now, but I know. Yeah. So. Yeah. When Thomas Edison took a look at the, took a look at his first film, he's like, I can make money off of this. And then boom, Hollywood was born. Yeah. That's how the film, that's how the movie business started because Thomas Edison saw that you can make money off of it and decided to make things that people actually wanted to go see. And then the artists were like, you're ruining my art. I'm like, no, I'm actually making your art scene across the entire country. Yeah. Of course, I'm, I'm pretty sure Thomas Edison was not a nice guy with it, though. No, well, but. no, he stole a lot of ideas and shit. Like, he was not a good dude. Well, yeah, back to, back to ABGN. Yeah, back, back to this. Well, there is there's not there's nothing left. That's that's nothing. General, oh, oh no, 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 not really. That's oh, all no. I that's all I really got on him. No, I mean, no bull, no bullshit. 
Yo, you want to talk about bullshit? Yeah, weather delays in sports. <laughs> you know it's bullshit weather delays. I don't even know if he's a big sports fan. Like that's is, the is thing. James, yeah, I don't know if James is a sports fan. I don't know. Either. I mean, I know I know that he's a fan of heavy metal. I know he's a fan of games. I know he's a fan of movies. But I never knew if he was interested in sports at all. Like James oh. doesn't seem like the kind of guy that goes, "Yeah, let's go Patriots or yeah, let's Eagles. go Giants." Eagles. Mm. Oh, he has a, he's on that part of Jersey. Well, yeah, he's he's from he went to Philly. He went to Philly. He did the. He's a big Rocky fan, and he went to do see saw all the places where he where it was filmed at. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Rocky jumped a park bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. All right, uh, so let's talk about some of the bullshit that he thinks is bullshit. Okay. All right. You know what's bullshit? Security stickers on DVDs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, you got to pull those off. For what reason? Just to keep them fresh? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just to keep, those things are a real pain in the ass. You know what's bullshit? Pennies. I actually agree with this. Money is money. Every price should end in a five or a zero, according to James. I disagree. I find pennies to be a real pain in the dick. Money well, is say, money. Well, they say if you pick up a penny, you get good luck. It depends That's on what, what, what side is it on, though. Heads or tails? Most of the no time. Most of the time when I see a penny, it's usually on heads. Usually as well, too. But lately, there's been flux of tails, and I'm just like, I'm not picking that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a skeptical motherfucker, but even like, I don't know. And uh, Greenchill saying pennies cost more than a cent to make. It's true. Is it really? Yeah. That's why. That's one of the reasons why I find them so stupid. You know, it's bullshit shoelaces. I think. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, so my problem with shoelaces, I recently got these really nice shoes. I, I took to Vegas with me, and uh, they're really nice. But the shoelaces, man. I've only had these shoes for like a couple of months, and it seems like these shoelaces are about to break already. Good lord! Yeah, I'm like, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah, like one side of the shoe is fine, but then you go to like my left shoe is fine. It's still got some. Looks like it's got wear and tear. It's looks like it's been owned a lot longer than it has. But then you take my right look at the right shoe, and it's look like I've been through hell. Like I've been hiking, and these look like, uh, to like the untrained eye, they look like dress shoes. But it's look like I've been hiking in them or some shit. And it's like, what happened? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Fucking shoelaces suck. Yeah, they do. That's why. That's why I always like, try to get shoes that have uh, or sneakers that have no shoelaces on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to get if I can. Get the Velcros. But... Oh, yeah, oh, that's sketch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those zip, those zip sketchers, man, that made the noise. Oh, man. That, that was, shit was my jam. Yeah. I used to see those all the time on Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's like, okay, you didn't make it, but here's what we got for you Sketchers. Oh, uh, they're the exact same fun. shoes you're wearing right now. Yeah. yeah but that's, <laughs> now you got two. <laughs> oh. oh. Here's what we got for you. The entire Aladdin movie on VHS. 
Wow, wow. great. <laughs> you want some candy? Here you go. Oh, From wow. the Willy Wonka candy factory. Well, oh, here's some Laffy Taffy. Everybody loves some, some good old Laffy Taffy. You like Nesquik? <laughs> oh, God. Mm, oh, cool. man. So, you know, it's bullshit. All these movies about penguins. <laughs> so specific. What? What? Like Happy Feet, the Morgan Freeman penguins narration movie, Madagascar. He's like, why can't there be movies about pygmy marmosets? What the fuck? I mean, to be fair, that would probably be a pretty good film. But it, it wouldn't sell. Are you sure about that? Yes, because when's the last time you heard somebody talking about talking about those creatures? Nah, but this could be the start. This could be a revolution. But, yeah. However, yeah. I still I think what they should do now is they need to make a movie on red pandas. Well, I mean, they've already done Kung Fu Panda. So they're going to Red pandas are different though. Those they they honestly barely even look like pandas. I but, I don't know. Man. The, the the obscure ones are going to be tough to do. I don't know, man. Like yeah. it, uh, Red pandas are not obscure though. Everybody loves those. I I don't. I never heard of a red panda until you just mentioned it. Are you serious? Yeah, I only know one type of panda and that's Vin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's a shame. That is a real shame. I'm, a little, um, I'm a little upset now. Well, let's keep the upsetness going. You know what's bullshit? The post office has only one pen. Yeah. And it's, one, it, it's always like that one where uh, it's like a nearly out of, out of ink and you got to shake the damn thing in order to make it work. Yeah. I hate that. I feel it. That's yeah. That's why it, I never. Uh, that's why I always bring my own. Yeah, same. Yeah. Always have, always have one ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's bullshit? Public toilets what? that you have to pay to use. Okay. I I've don't never, remember this. I never have seen that before. The only time I know that that would possibly ever exist is if you're in like a place where they have you actually buy something first before actually using. And I think I think the only time I've seen it is at like a music festival. I think Sunfest has it, Joe. Let's call it like VIP. Oh yeah, VIP <laughs> bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I still just as shitty. I always VIP EE. Oh, I, I, always, say. <laughs> I, I, I always just use the bathrooms like like right from the concert. So Yeah, right. yeah I, 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 that's mm. No. Uh, you know it's bullshit oh, no. temperature. Can be, especially here. Fucking hate it. Especially in Florida. Yeah, exactly. Printers. Printers are bullshit yep. indeed. Especially when they get jammed up. Jammed or them. either they, they the connection doesn't seem to work for whatever reason. I hate it. It's the worst. Oh no, it's even worse when you have to buy like a certain number of black. Like it needs black twenty one, but I have but I bought black fifty six at Staples. Yeah, the, all the different types of ink cartridges right, that yeah. you need. It's so unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, shit's crazy. Christmas aftermath. 
Christmas aftermath. Yeah, it's, because you got to deal with all that bills. Like a natural disaster. No, no, no. It's not. It's not the bills, and it's not. It's not an apocalypse. But he's like, he goes to me. It, it, that's bullshit. Hearing Christmas music. That's bullshit. It's nearly the middle of January. Take your fucking Christmas decorations down. Yeah, that that shit's crazy. Where it's like retail has. Oh, no, I, li- I like having Christmas lights up. Like I've seen. He says, I've seen Christmas stuff in stores as early as October. At least wait until after Halloween. That's bullshit. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, I, I'm all for getting in the holiday spirit and all, but slow down. Like, damn, we haven't even got even to Halloween yet. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to Halloween or Thanksgiving, dude. Hold hold on. <laughs> let's get let us get mentally prepared. Uh hotel room TVs. Yeah. Yes. Especially, when especially they don't the have ones any- that don't have the HDMI cable? HDMI cable or AV cable or just the the brick. Yeah. Just the brick. old 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 tube TVs. Thank God we're not still living in the bunny rabbit antenna era. Oh god no. Oh, when they only have like four channels. Yeah. And if you wanted to watch porn, you had to keep hitting the TV so it didn't get all fuzzy. Come on, damn you! Son of a bitch! <laughs> DVDs. I, don't know why I just thought that was an old dude watching, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DVDs. DVDs. Um, yep. Especially with the menus, when you like play it all the way through, you sometimes you fall asleep, and then you hear this loud ass menu <laughs> screen going off, like Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh man, I hate that. I was watching Jurassic Park, and it happened to me a couple days ago. Actually, <laughs> you fell asleep during Jurassic Park. No, no, just, I mean, I've seen it many times. I've seen it like a million times. Yeah. So just one day, I fell, one time I fell asleep, and the menu just woke me up. Yeah. Wake up, motherfucker. We're not done yet. <laughs> yeah, you still got more to do. Come on, coach. I got what it takes. Put me in. Bullshit. Put me in, coach. <laughs> uh, movie titles. Movie titles can be bullshit, indeed. Ah, <sighs> this again. <laughs> All right, uh, places that sell bagels with butter or cream cheese because they put too much fucking cream cheese on it. Hmm. I will admit, I had a bagel for breakfast this morning, and there was a lot of cream cheese on that. <laughs> yeah, spread it all over. I mean, a lot. Spread everywhere. <laughs> nice and spread. <laughs> to going all out on the uh, on the cream cheese there. It's all or nothing. A lot on the on the spreadage. <laughs> the spreadage. The spreadage, spreadage. bullshit. <laughs> oh god. Uh packaging. Yes. You rip open a package and it takes a shit all over your hands. It gets all over the place and then it flies in the air. It sticks to my fucking clothes too. Who thought it would be a good idea to have a package that you can't open without having a vacuum cleaner ready? I know that the peanuts suck. It, in fact, film festivals hate this. Every application I've ever seen says, please do not submit films in fiber-filled envelopes because nobody wants this garbage. Indeed. Another bullshit. Another thing I hate is packing peanuts. Isn't that fun? You open a box only to have it explode into a hailstorm of styrofoam. It sticks to everything. 
Mm-hmm. Told you. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. DVD. Uh, all right, man. I'm going to tell you why DVDs fail, and I'm going to tell you why DVDs succeed. All right, we're talking Blu-rays, too, because Blu-rays are getting worse. I just want to talk about some of the stupid packaging that comes with DVDs. I mean, first of all, why do they always have to have – it's like it, it's it, it always gets stuck. So that's another fucking piece. All right, get that out of here. And then you got paper things always falling out and everything. Where are the DVDs? Where are the Blu-rays? Oh, here they are. Look at this. And then they still have this stupid thing you got to open up. Like the, then we get back to the future on Blu-ray. We gotta. It's like we gotta throw. Okay, that doesn't do anything. Throw that away. Why do we got to worry that it doesn't scratch up the front cover? I don't care. Look. At <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I, I feel it, man. Um, those spike things in parking lots. Spike things? Traffic spikes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Those things. As we say in contempt. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Keep going. I don't know either. iTunes. Sometimes. That's why uh, I use Spotify. I like Spotify. Spotify like is easy. In fact, you can. Act, if you're listening to us on Spotify, thank you very much. And if you're like listening iTunes. on, and if you like, and if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, which is on iTunes, then again. Thank you. But James yeah. thinks that iTunes is bullshit. Um, feeding birds. Feeding? Really? I never tried, so I wouldn't know. He, he's like, I have a bird feeder in my backyard. I don't know why it's there. Every now and then I put bird seed in it, and then the next day it's all gone. Why did I bother? I could have gone weeks without filling the damn thing, and the birds always managed to come back. So they're obviously not starving to death. Why do I feed them? They don't feed me. I can tell you that for damn sure. You don't want them to feed you either. <laughs> I, I'll let you know the day a cardinal flies in and brings me a fucking sandwich. Birds do nothing for me. They come, eat the food, and leave shit all over my patio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine if you had a bird that was smart enough to bring you a cheeseburger on demand? That'd be I, something. I, I I don't know what I'd do with myself. That would just be would be the best thing. Ever. Ever. Like literally ever. Yeah. And they know my bird too. So it's like, oh yeah, I'll get you to number three with extra cheese. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, wire hangers. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. No. That's why I gotta Sometimes. go for the that's why I gotta go for the plastic ones. I definitely like the plastic ones so much better. Yeah, they hold longer. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, they, they, just, they just last. Yeah, the only time I ever had to use a wire hanger was for like the um dinner dinner jackets. Oh, okay. Because that's how they come. God, no, when you when you first buy it. I do it for my dolphins jerseys. For me, for some reason, my wire hangers always turn out bent. And I'm like trying to figure out how is that possible they've been stationary. Like, yeah. I'm not they, I'm not I'm not ham handing it. Like what 
It's, it may <laughs> be rust. Maybe rust. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's rusted because it's okay. Uh, well, it might be. Uh, it could be oxidized and you can't really see it past the paint. I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, just trying to figure it out. It's a mystery. Okay. Microwaves. Yeah, because. Okay. What? So. What? <laughs> Joe, oh, I think you know where I'm going here. So, for me, yeah, I could agree with that because for some reason. Any microwave that I use, whenever I need to heat something up, heats everything else on the outside, but on the middle, nah. Frigid. This I is want his... my freaking turkey breast of freaking gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you uh... said the box says, the box says five minutes. It's been in there for seven. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest freak out ever. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But this is his complaint with microwaves. He's like, why did they beep all the time? Every time I push a button, beep, beep. What's the point? Just let me know I'm hitting the buttons. I could see on the digital screen when I'm pressing. I don't need a loud, obnoxious beep to let me know. Especially when you're trying to make something at like 2 in the morning and everybody else is asleep. I hate that. Oh, I mean, my God. I know this may sound like a minor complaint, but it's really starting to get on my nerves. My whole life, every microwave I ever go and goes beep, 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 beep. Microwaves are the noisiest kitchen appliance I own besides a blender. And a blender has every reason to be loud. <laughs> it's true. And he even mentions, I'm not trying to wake anybody up. You know what I'm talking about. You might be living with roommates. It might be your parents. Whoever's in the house is going to hear beep, 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 beep. I just want a little something to eat. I don't want the whole house to know what I'm doing. Yeah, see? And then when the time is done, what does it do? Beep, beep. Just to let you know the food's done. As if I didn't remember two minutes ago, I put food in the microwave. Maybe that'll be helpful when I'm 98 years old and I can't even remember if I took a shit that day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Microwaves. Obviously, why does it have to beep? Obviously, I'm just standing there waiting. It's three in the morning. I'm not going anywhere. Sometimes I wait till the timer gets to one second and I hit cancel just so I don't have to hear that shit. I do but it all the time. But you have to eventually reset the timer anyway, which makes it beep some more. Even if you look at it funny, it beeps. I give it the finger it beeps as if it's always cursing at me, the asshole. <laughs> And don't set the timer for two minutes and think you can go do something else. Because if you're not back in two minutes, it'll beep. Ten seconds later, it'll beep, beep again and again and again, just to remind you. And does it matter anyway? Does my food become warm at exactly two minutes? I don't know. It's mashed potatoes, I guess. Maybe two minutes, 30 seconds. It's just a guessing game. Who knows what the exact time, unless you're a fucking microwaveologist. <laughs> Right. That's your field to study. Oh, microwave. God, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the scientists had to do. They used yeah. microwaves in war. Right, yeah. Uh, okay, so next one. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes are bullshit. <laughs> I can already tell where this is going. Because he's like, which one of you bastards wants to go first? Do you want me to... Well, you're not giving me much of a choice here. Do you want me to actually take a piss or take a shit? Oh, <laughs> uh, so crude. I love it, though. All right. Car GPSs. Sometimes. 
I've I've had moments where I've just been like, man, this thing fucking sucks. That's why you got to use Google Ma No, not Google Maps. That's why you got to use the map app on the Apple phones. I have an Android. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm hanging <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging out with the, I'm hanging out with this girl Nina and she and I went to the beach today and she said Androids are for pussies. I respectfully disagree. Well, I don't think she said pussies. I may be exaggerating there, but it was like, nope, you got to go Apple all the way. Androids are fucking too hard to figure out. They are, to me, they're the easiest. And, 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 and she's like very loyal to a product. So it's like, oh, it's like, well, if it's Apple, I have an iPhone and I have a Mac. Like, I don't support Windows. I I don't think I'd get along with this person. <laughs> oh, no, you would. You would. Especially... <laughs> Uh, so it it, it 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 you would because I make fun of her all the time and she hates it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, uh, I I'm sorry. I am not a Mac man. I fucking. I'm an Apple boy. It's an Apple boy. A, I like yeah. I'm a I'm a descendant of Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, the literal apple for a head. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, my my crazy fantasies aside. Uh, warranties. Uh, yes, sometimes it depends. Like every company has their own little nuanced way of doing things with warranties. And usually it ends up being really stupid. Yeah. Especially if it happens years later. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I bought this for nothing. <laughs> I remember the Simpsons did a joke about that. Like Homer was trying to, uh, trying to bring back his shoes that his dog ripped up. And oh, the yeah. store clerk's like, hey, wait a minute. What happened here? Well, my dog was just giving me my shoes and they fell apart in his mouth. And the, <laughs> and the, and the clerk's like, I'm sorry, sir. Our warranty doesn't cover fire, theft, or acts of dog. Acts of dog. Acts of dog. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, no, that's like I said, they have their own little nuanced ways of doing things, and it usually ends up being really stupid. All right, uh, amplifiers that don't go to 11. Ah, okay, he just wants it louder. Yeah, I mean, if you have the option, fair enough, just you know, don't be a nuisance. Yeah, uh, grass, grass is bullshit. Yeah, How? it's like not just any grass. Grass planted high-level nutrient soil pasture or native range land with sufficient sunlight, carbon dioxide, and water to produce photosynthetic tissue for the productive carbohydrates. Word salad. Yeah. Fertilizers <laughs> applied early. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, and then he, and then he talks about like uh, cow shit on grass. Anyway, well, I mean, I was gonna say if it's if it's grass is bullshit, then it's honestly like that legitimately and literally, yeah. I mean, it takes a little bit, but it'll get there. Uh, let's see. Uh, vampires. Vampires are bullshit. <laughs> especially especially <laughs> Count Chocula. No, no especially. <laughs> Hold on now. Wait a second. <laughs> no, that 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 title goes to Dio. Well, Dio is like the biggest dick I know. So. Yeah. How many lives wait, did you holy, have? To holy diver. Not that Dio. 
But that's oh. what the but that's what the part three is based off of. Okay. Yeah. You've been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh god, it's the start of part three. Yeah. And that that's just the, and that I just realized that rhymed. Fuck. Yeah, that rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> You've been uh, down too long in the midnight sea. That's the beginning of season three. <laughs> Ride the tiger. <laughs> Oh, oh man, man. Also, uh, that's wonderful. Like that, he loves Dio. Uh, the Ronnie James Dio, not Dio. I'm pretty sure he's never heard of JoJo. If he does a JoJo review. I'll be happy. Uh, oh, yeah, let's sure. see. Um, hotel rooms. Mm, sometimes. No. So here's what he says: If you stay in a lot of hotels, you come across some weird things, contraptions yep. that defy human intelligence, like this bathroom door. Instead of a regular knob, we have a circular latch. Uh, oh, they're going to yeah. pull it across. The bathroom is the worst possible place to have this problem. This door needs to shut. Nobody wants to see you in there doing your business. Here's an example of a hotel room with a real bathroom door. It's nice. Now, where's the light switch? Where is it? You got to be kidding me. It's outside the bathroom. Who came up with that idea? Put the light switch in the bathroom. Sure, some of the space is taken up by the tub, sink, and toilet, but you have plenty of wall space. Don't design a bathroom without a light switch. What if you're in the shower and your roommate accidentally flicks the wrong switch? They wouldn't even realize if you go if you would go pitch black in there and you'd be shouting over the sound of running water with soap and shampoo in your eyes. <laughs> oh, that would just be a miserable time. Now, everybody everybody in my fan base is going to love this one. You know, it's bullshit word pronunciations. <laughs> yeah. It's like the internet has joined the world together. And now anybody with all their different dialects and preferences gets to criticize each other for how they speak. A word that I cannot avoid using is review. I've always said review until everyone, everybody tells me it's review. Why would it be review? What about recap? Would you say recap, redo, <laughs> recall, rehire, regroup, re reappear, re reenact? Why is it so strange to say review? The prefix re means to do again. You're viewing something again for comment. You review it. Yeah. Bear. I agree with this, actually. At first, I was like, mm, I don't know where this is going. And then afterwards, when we finally reached that destination, I'm like, I'm enlightened. Yep. I understand that. Burry. That's the next one. What am I doing wrong this time? It's Burry. But everyone else says Barry. It's spelled with a U. Why wouldn't it be Burry? There is such a thing as Barry, but that's a different word, and it's clearly spelled with an E. <laughs> Not to mention an extra R, which doesn't have to affect anything. This is Burry. That's Barry. If we have two different words that mean two different things and spell two different ways, why the fuck don't we pronounce them two different ways? Why would any <laughs> why would any why would anyone care anyway if I said review or bury? Are you confused? As long as you understand what I'm saying, what's the point of bringing so much attention to it? It's not important. However, if I took a word like walk and pronounced it like disimple, blah, 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 <laughs> then you might need to raise some questions. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter because there's no consistency with pronunciations anyway. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said pronunciation. Well, then why do you pronounce a word? Why don't you pronounce it? I hate <laughs> I hate plural words. There's no rules. If the plural of pan is pans, then why the hell is there no such thing as mans? The plural of man is men. <laughs> mans. How about oxen? Man. How about oxen oxen? Where did they get that from? Why isn't it oxes? Like boxes. What's the plural of cock then? Coxen? <laughs> how about moose? What would you say if there's more than one moose? Moose is right. Nope, it's just moose. Yeah, it's the same fucking. <laughs> just, yeah, just moose. Moose. How about goose? Would you say if there's a flock of goose? No, you say geese. That's just great. Well, then fuck you. Next time I see a bunch of moose, I'm going to say, hey, look at all these motherfucking meese. Don't tell me <laughs> it's not a real word. If it is, it is a word. I just said it should be on the goddamn shirt. <laughs> What's up with mouse and mice? That makes no sense. Instead of house and houses, let's start saying house and heist. Booths. <laughs> heist. <laughs> Booth. Boots. Tooth. Tooths. Sorry. Teeth. Fuck plurals. Fuck silent letters, too. How about the middle day of the week? It, it, it's spelled like wend, wednesday, but you don't pronounce it but you pronounce it Wednesday. What's with the silent letters? Silent B for plumber, silent C for muscle, silent D for handkerchief, silent G for design, scheme, business, knife, damn, pneumonia, buffet, <laughs> guess, wrong. Pneumonia. What about a... <laughs> what, about a what about a silent F-U? What uh, if, how about we'll pronounce our words however we want? Everybody's different. Talk the way you talk. Anybody who objects, shut the hell up. Suck our coxswain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a clever way to put it. Yeah. So next time anybody gives me crap, well, that's what I'll do. <laughs> Suck Please. my coxswain. <laughs> coxswain. Okay. Uh, public bathrooms. Uh, I hate public bathrooms so much. I refuse. <laughs> what if you really had to go? Number only number one. But what if you ate something that was really bad and you digested it badly? Hold it. What if you couldn't? What if it leaks? Oh God, we're, this is, we're getting to the nitty gritty here. Oh, no, oh God. no, come on, Joe. We're not. Got, we have to think of the worst possible scenario. Okay. I don't, don't want to think about anal seepage. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if that happened, you would have to use the public bathroom. You would have uh, no choice. Uh, I guess. Look, if you if you eat something bad at Hard Rock Stadium when you're seeing a Miami Dolphins game, that could happen. I guess. Anyway, uh, water. On. How? Okay, well, here's what he said. Spe specifically, the water that you drink. You need it to stay hydrated. When you're in public, you always end up having to buy bottled water, but there's so many different choices. It's just water. Have you ever read the back of the label? It should just say ingredients, water. water. 
but it isn't just water. Dasani water, which is made by the Coca-Cola company, contains additives. Yeah, Dasani's trash. I don't want sodium added to my water. The whole point is to hydrate yourself, not get more thirsty. And I'm not a chemist, but I don't know what all that other stuff that they put in is for. Same with Aquafina. Yeah. Uh, gotta love that taste of that magnesium sulfate and potassium chloride. Ugh. And what's with the Dasani Drops flavor enhancer? On the ad on the website, it looks like period blood. Oh, God. One hell of a way to uh, describe it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sleep. Yeah. There's some days where it's like, I don't want to sleep ever. And then there's days where it's like... I need. Okay, I need some. <laughs> I need to sleep for like a week, guys. Today I need it. Shit. Yeah, I I, I feel that. Tonight. Uh, dangerous funeral processions. Oh yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Uh, oversized packaging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clothing tags. Ah, dude, some of those can be real. Oh. No, it's worse on the wrist. Oh my god! Yeah, they put it on the wrist. I'll just have to cut it. That's why I don't buy t. That's why I don't buy long sleeved uh, shirts with the with the tag on the wrist. I don't even buy long sleeved shirts in general, just because of where I live. Yeah, we live in sunny South Florida, where it's always hot everywhere. Every, hot everywhere. all day and night long. Like all like, night long. All, Florida's like the only place I know where it's, it's possible for it to get hotter at night. How the shit does that even happen? It's impossible. It's like it doesn't happen often, but it can. And it's like, why? No, Florida, stop. You're too crazy for this world. Uh, wobbly tables. Oh yeah. <laughs> wobbly. It, it's it's just the little mundane things, but oh my god, can they drive you fucking insane? Uh, snow. This is the last uh, one. Okay, yeah. So I wouldn't know because I've only seen the, I've only seen snow one time in my life. I've seen now, it twice. I, that was a long time ago. You missed As a rhyming. A, you missed a rhyming opportunity there, Shane. Oh, I wouldn't know because I've never seen snow. You want to know what's bullshit rhyming? <laughs> <laughs> rap music. No, oh, I love rap, rap music. music. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a fan. It depends. Then, he, then he'll sound like Jim Cornette there. Oh, man. I, I was doing Bill Cosby. But... It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> rap music. It's a brain damage. Look out for the brain damage. Ooh, you say? I'll always love the Cosby I'll always love the Cosby Bebop. That uh, that was it was like a parody of like Cowboy uh, Bebop. Bebop's intro was yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the best. Oh, why do people have to try to be so shitty? Yeah. Well. Well, anyhow. <laughs> anyhow. Well, that's it. That's all the that's oh, man. all shit. And, uh, if you guys haven't seen those, like not just listening to us talk about it, but like actually watch those videos. They're pretty entertaining. Like if you're if you're sick one day, just binge watch those. Yeah, you know, you just got or if, if you're, you're off try, work. You're yeah, you got you're trying to do something like you're me. 
and you try to do some like artwork or something you want something to listen to because you like multitasking uh those are good to have in the back for sure they're fun all right everybody so that's gonna do it for us tonight nerd so uh, that was fun i really enjoyed that well you're uh, the second time around the second Second time time around but this time we actually had people listening live Mm -hmm. So I guess it only ends. I missed the live. Well, I'm going live. live. Well, I'm going live. I'm going live again on Friday for when we talk about Cool Cat. Oh, good lord! Who do we already know who's going to be a part of that? Like, um, okay, I'm going to be really cautious with this. So I haven't said who. If anything, I might just do it solo because I don't want. Well, no. Here's the thing. Cool Cat has a reputation of going after people who criticize him. Oh, so you're taking. Oh, so you're taking one. Oh, I'm taking one. Okay. I'm taking one. I'm taking one for the team here. So I'm just gonna be putting out full fledged, full fledged facts. Like I'm gonna be like Miles Edgeworth here, and just <laughs> and then and, the uh, next week on drama drama alert, Joe Dean versus Cool Cat. No, I'm not gonna I'm start drama. Star. Look, no, no. no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start drama. That's not. No, he deal. will. No, he will. Oh well, if he does, I'm not going to pay attention to it. Yeah, because that's the that's the best way to that's the best way that you can make people stop talking is when you don't acknowledge it. Yeah. Yep. Pretty the only much. time the only time that happens is when you um when when something terrible happens, then you have to address right. it. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's no there's no reason. I'll just be like, well, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Come on. But uh, yeah, I didn't know that that was that was a thing about the criticism stuff. So okay, I completely understand, and I I will gladly set this one out then. Yeah, I'll I don't have it. time for that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't oh, really. Okay. I don't really want to. I mean, I'll just put out facts about there, yeah. the whole thing is. And what? I just go ahead and bring out the facts and just leave it as that. That's just. <laughs> oh, so Shane O'Brien is saying I should put Vin on the Cool Cat episode. Oh dear God! Yeah, Vin and me. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, Vin would think, be great. I think Vin will just be like, "No, no, I'm done." Uh, I don't. I, I I think he'll be like, "I need to get back to my. I need to get back doing things." So yeah, doing things. Yeah, well, doing yeah. doing things. And Vin's working in like the same type of job as I am, so he's oh, right. busy, he's busy as shit. Like I get that. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna try to do stuff that are gonna make people like. Oh, oh God, what we? What's gonna happen? So. Yeah. Exactly. It's so Ooh, I. I can that. Yeah. You know, it's, not, it's not about taking up the limelight or anything. It's it's about protecting the ass your own assets. Yeah. True. And and plus, I mean, this is the most requested episode for this season. I mean, everybody wanted to see Cool Cat, so I mean, I'm gonna try to give the best quality episode that I can for that one. Nice. Well, I certainly know you can do it, and I eagerly await to see how this turns out. Because honestly, I don't know diddly dick about Cool Cat. Yeah, but you'll find out because I'll be going on live Friday. So if you happen to be at your job, you can listen live. Oh yeah. Um. Like what time are you thinking about going live? Same time, nine. Nine? Uh, yeah. I will not be at my job at that time. Oh. But if I, uh, if I happen to be up, replay. Yeah, that's what they're for. 
Let's see. That's what with my D and D series. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like I just stream it live just because, and but it's it's there for replay. So you just listen. Yeah. To that. Uh, so yeah, that's probably what I'll do then. Because uh, while I'm at work, I got besides watching cameras and stuff like that, I got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got, we got all that going yep. on. Mm-hmm. So that's that. So thank you guys for listening. This is the second live episode that we've done this season, but thank you all for actually tuning in and actually being yeah. hyped about it. I actually had people on Twitter like, yeah, I cannot wait to see it live again, man. You're going live. It's, it's exactly. going great. It's like, Oh my good. The, the, the. Oh, so my I, yes. <laughs> oh my God. We're live. Who could it you? Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're we'll back. We'll be, uh, so we're gonna be we're gonna be coming back and so it's like it's like two legends episodes in one week because today's Sunday and then five day five days later it'll be uh another one and then it ends and then and then uh, we we'll go from there so yeah next um, time next time yeah. guys yeah so uh, I know I don't interact with a lot of people in, in legends especially with the fans and all but I still like in being also not on the show as often. But I still want to express gratitude to everybody. Like you guys are really absolutely, cool. you guys are pretty awesome people, and uh, I'm glad to be able to be a part of something like this. So, absolutely, 100. percent I'm only saying this now because I won't be able to since the last episode of the season. I won't be able to properly express it, so I'm doing it now. Yeah, uh-huh. so. might as well. So, like, I'd like to thank the fans for getting this award. For best legends co-host. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I'm just a guy. That's, that's just, just a guy. I'm, I'm just a guy who just does this because it's fun and I like entertaining people. That's it. Um, I still right. want to give my shout out to Sidewalks. Just saying. <laughs> I like to thank Sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. Off the streets. <laughs> off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's like one of my favorite things to say. Just saying. <laughs> I'd like to thank the uh, the mints for keeping me in the sweets. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, we're gonna drag right. on. on that note. On that note, we'll see you guys next time when we come back for Legends of the Internet. Farewell, everybody. Catching you next time. Have a good night. Bye bye.